1: Hey, everybody, welcome. It is so great to be connecting with all of you. I am so thrilled. I don't even know what to say right now. Uh, I, we had to come on the air because I was talking to Dr. Dan Cohen. And I want to tell you that the Soul Tech Lounge that he has developed and created, I cannot explain what it does, but he's going to do it today. And the reason I cannot explain it, and, I, and it just, it, it's just miraculous to me, That the neuroscience of of how we are learning about emotions and about the mind and about the physicality, what happens in our bodies to all of this. And what Dr. Dan Cohen has created, I am telling you that this this is something that if you are living in a stressful environment, this is something you want to bring into your house. For those of you that are practitioners out there in the world, by the end of today's show, you're going to be telling your chiropractor, your naturopath, your massage therapist, all of the above about this. Because when you look at how your body has pain showing up, how illness shows up, and your doctors keep running the blood work, and nobody can get the blood work to to get back to normal again, And then you step back and say, what am I going to do differently? And then you do it. And one of those things is have this amazing technology in your presence, like Dr. Dan Cohen has given to me. It is nothing short of a miracle. Today's show, we're not going to share that, but we're going to talk about what Dr. Dan Cohen has created You know, this amazing neurologist, inventor, author, you know, his focus on technology is there's no equivalent that I can think of right now in the world for how easy it could be for you to to just literally change and shift the stress. And I'm not talking about it from a textbook. I'm not talking about my own experience because I will tell you that. A year of using the, you know, the Soul Tech Lounge, the chair, the many, many things that I'm going to be able to describe in in the weeks to come, creativity, imagination, things that are happening with the network, how how we are able to do this in an amazing way that de-stresses our consciousness. And helps our body. I I just don't understand how it works. And honestly, I'm not really sure that I ever will. But today's show is all about this. Why stress is important. Dr. Dan Cohen is taking this on. I love it. And I understand how stress has been important for me. Dr. Dan, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here.
0: Oh, it's great to be here, Pat.
1: You know, I'm really clear about the fact that I cannot scientifically, scientifically talk about the Soul Tech Lounge, but I'm, I'm not kidding. I don't really understand, you know, if you're a practitioner and you're not really thinking about finding out more about this, I'm not really sure how we can accelerate the rate of change and de-stressing ourselves any better than what you've created, and, and without a pill, without a potion, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking exactly. about, you know. So let's talk about stress. And, and, and are we at an all-time high right now?
0: I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've watched the statistics over the past 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's gotten to the point now where 75 to 90% of doctors' office visits are due to either stress or stress-related illnesses. And so, you know, when you think about, you know, the enormous cost of medicine and you and you figure, OK, what's the primary reason for this increase? It's really stress. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody that would say that they haven't witnessed in themselves and others an increase in stress over the years. I mean, our mm-hmm. our society has moved that way in a in a very uh, significant manner, which is I think pretty unfortunate um, in terms of how um, how little we really understand about it and, and how we yeah. uh, don't don't use it for our own benefit, which I sounds a little funny.
1: I love this, Dr. Dan, because somebody asked me the question the other day, and I really waited to talk with you about this. Somebody asked me the question the other day, and they said, well, geez, Pat, you know, stress has always been around. You know, what do you think is the number one reason for the increase? That is such an easy answer for me. Here's my answer. Maybe you can chime in. And tell me if I'm right or wrong. We have every minute of every day, and this I did. I did the math on this. We have a hundred times more of an opportunity to receive a bit of information that could cause stress than we did 15 years ago.
0: Oh, I think you're right, and and the reason that produces stress is it keeps us focused mentally. So mm-hmm. we stay in the intellect. We, mm-hmm. we stay in the brain. And for the vast majority of people on the planet, what that means is they stay ego-based. And ego is the source of, stre- of oh, stress. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, when you're truly more spiritually embodied and we can get into that, what that yeah. really means and how you really know, yeah. um, then there is no stress. Stress is very binary when it comes to are you, are you just sitting in your head or are you throughout your body and literally are you, you as what you truly are, are you present throughout mm-hmm. your body? Because when you are, you don't have stress. You can't.
1: Mm-hmm. But this is really the body of work that you've done. You know, mm-hmm. this, this process of information in our brain. I don't know yep. how that works, but I know you do. Uh, and, and and seriously, if we take a look at time, right, mm-hmm. and, and, and in the scheme of things, Dr. Dan, 20, 30 years is not a lot of time. Ten years mm-hmm. is not a lot of time. Right. But if you look at the technological changes, even in the past five years, it is really unprecedented about what's happening with our brain about this, too.
0: Well, yeah, well, I mean, all you have to do is look at uh, at the history of the telephone, you know, <laughs> migration. I mean, that's probably the number one culprit. I mean, a telephone used to be this thing that hung on the wall and would ring every once in a while. And if you remember, you know, if you're as old as we are, you know, there used to be a rotary dial. <laughs> oh,
2: know, yeah. I
1: worked for the phone buttons. company. Okay, I worked for the phone company 25 years. yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so you know it will, you know. And now we carry around, you know, what used to be the, um, uh, a, a mammoth computer. We carry it around in our pocket,
2: mm. you know,
0: and 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 that is now our phone. But that is our conduit to all sorts of other things. But they're all things of an intellectual nature. They're all things that cause us to become head centered.
1: Mm. I got to ask you this question because, you know, prior to meeting you, um, I had an idea, uh, a little bit of an awareness of the scenario out there. Um, And I want to say this, this past year, this 2016 year, it could have been for me perhaps the most stressful year of my life, but it wasn't. (laughs) And we're going to talk about why. Uh, and as a matter of fact, it's been one of the most creative and innovative years. But it could have been—it could have gone in the other direction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to ask you what the tipping point is for people. What have you discovered? What's that point by which we either have a super creative moment or a super stressed moment?
0: You know, I, I wish. And this is what's so difficult about about answering this question. Because, yes. You know, on the one hand, I don't want to go off and discuss metaphysics or right. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and I don't want to have an airy-fairy discussion that, you know, leads everyone to say, oh, yeah, okay, fine. You know, forget it. Um, because that that's kind of, you know, when, when I look back, over the 20 year development of what we were, what we've been working on.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and, and you say to me, what's the tipping point? When, when did the insight happen? Mm -hmm. I mean, I can only tell you a story that for some people they'll get it, but for most people I think they'll go, you gotta be kidding. (laughs) You know, I mean, you're a doctor and you actually believe this. And so let me start by saying that the medical community hasn't been totally forthright as to um, what we really are, which probably yeah. won't surprise anybody. Right. Um, you know so let me let me start out by saying sure. you know, as a neurologist, one of the disease states that we um, took care of uh, back 20, 30 years ago was narcolepsy. And you know, you've probably heard of that yeah. disorder. It's yeah. a, it's, and now it's classified as a sleep disorder. That's and right. And I think most people know it as excessive uh, daytime sleepiness or sleep attacks, where these people will suddenly just literally have irresistible urge to sleep and fall asleep. They'll also have loss of muscle tone periodically. Uh, usually it's precipitated by strong emotion, and it could be total body or just across a joint. Um, and they'll also have... Uh, the onset, when they go to sleep, unlike most of us, that takes 90 minutes before we have our first dream. A narcoleptic will immediately have sleep onset uh, REM sleep, which means they'll immediately go into a dream. And the fourth symptom of narcolepsy, which is really quite interesting, is called sleep paralysis. Mm. It's when, when they wake up out of a dream, their neurologic system doesn't allow them to move right away. If they come right out of a dream, they can't move for about uh, a minute or two. And it's, it's, a, it, it's a little switch in the brain that inhibits the outflow of motor activity, and so they can't move. And so imagine you're 15 years old and you're having your first episode of sleep paralysis because you're a narcoleptic, mm-hmm. and it's Tuesday morning, your alarm goes off, and you go, oh, my God, I've got to get up. I've got to go to school and because I've got to get there early. I've, I've got to really rush right now. And you just woke up out of a dream, though. And mm-hmm. so if you're a narcoleptic, you've got sleep paralysis. But you don't know that. You just go up. You just go and get out of bed, right? Right. So what, what happens? <laughs> well, if you're a narcoleptic, and this is where doctors don't like to discuss this, or, or most doctors don't even know it, frankly. Right. Um, the person has their first out-of-body experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. out-of-body experience is a real thing. And it—and here's a real condition that 3 million Americans have. And guess what? If you go into a narcolepsy support group before the doctor walks in, this is all they're talking about. Exactly. Is, is, is their out-of-body experiences. As soon as the doctor walks in, they shut up because they know the doctor's <laughs> not going to believe it.
1: <laughs> well, the <laughs> doctor's so- going to put them on medication.
0: Right, right. That, You're that's great. what the
1: doctor's going to do. I mean, this right. is really, this is really sort of this cyclical thing we're caught up in here around healing, Doctor Dan. That's why I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yeah, is all of us know this. I mean, right. we could be in the waiting room of any doctor's office, and and we're chit-chatting, striking up a conversation that we will never have with our doctor.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, so. The reason I bring this up, this condition and and this state of out of body experience,
2: mm-hmm. is
0: when we started developing this technology, um, uh, a friend of mine who I started to do sessions with using the technology, he would get on the technology and immediately have an out of body experience. Yeah, and and for me it was like oh this is the best thing in the world for me because. I can measure I mean we were measuring brain waves and heart rate activity and and all sorts of you know heart rate variability and skin conductivity you know mm-hmm. all the kinds of scientific measurements that one would yeah. look at related to stress and and relaxation and deep meditative states and mm-hmm. and now I had something that I couldn't I couldn't measure scientifically
2: mm-hmm. I had
0: this guy who because when he would get out of body he could look at at my energy, at the human energy system. And so, now I had a direct observer. Now, it's not scientific, right? I can't repeat this, it's not quantitative, but at least I had an observer. And and for the next, oh, many, many years, we did over 2,000 sessions together, Wow. okay? Where he would watch my energy system during, you know, the use of the Soltech Lounge. Yeah. And what I learned is really the answer to your question. How how do you truly counteract stress? Yeah. And it's when you as what you truly are, which is your energy system, that part that would normally yep. go out of body when yep. that is distributed throughout all of your body. And and this is the this is really important. Most people have that aspect of themselves, that aspect of their energy, only sort of overlapping and involved with the head. And for women, it's the head and upper chest, okay? Because women are more, you know, heart-centered than men in general. And But but to get that throughout all of the body is the biggest difference because when what you truly are, I'll call it your soul, for, for lack of a yeah, better yeah, word. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right. When Perfect. When your
0: soul is fully integrated throughout the body, you do not experience
1: Mm -hmm. stress, Mm
2: -hmm. okay?
0: And as you identify with that state more and more and identify with that as what you truly are, Mm -hmm. that's when the magic really happens in terms of, you know, creativity and inspiration and compassion. And, I mean, just a whole wealth of, of things that you read about that are very positive and what people seek,
1: yeah. Now, here, listen, I've shared a little bit of this story before, but this is a really great time to do this because this is going to lead us into a conversation today about stress. Um, I have a, an, an eight-year-old. Uh, she calls me Auntie Patty. I love this child. I've known her since she was born and uh, comes over to the house quite often, comes in. We do, a, you know, kind of cool things together when she comes over, comes in one day and sees the chair. The Soul Tech Lounge. That's what we're talking about. We're gonna, and we're going to give all of your information about this. And she sees it. And I think I may have just gotten up from it or you know something when they came over. And she was here with her mom and here with her grandma and came into. And I said, yeah. And she said, she said, can I sit in your chair? And and I said, yeah. And I said, you know, as a matter of fact, I'll turn it on. And I think her mom said something like, oh, you know, it's it's, it's she has such a hard time sleeping at night. I don't want you to do anything to keep her up. And I said, no, I don't think anything will happen. And I said, I said, you know, I'm just gonna turn it on, and it'll help her relax. And you know, it, and a mom would say something like, oh, she's not gonna be in that chair more than three minutes. That's just not gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. Put her in the chair. We're hanging out here, chit chat, very low. Turned it on very low, and you're gonna explain what I mean here too. Turn it on very low. Within two minutes. She was sound asleep in the chair.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sound asleep. And her and we're looking around. And I said, Don't worry about it. I think she's just sleeping. And they kind of looked at each other and you said that's impossible. can and I said, Well, no, I think she is sleeping. And and I I think that when you experience something like that, of course I experience it personally, but when you see something like that that defies all of the patterns that you would use to describe your own behavior, and you see the possibility of changing it, it does sound like a miracle. So Mm -hmm. can you explain what happened from scientific terms right there, what the chair does, and why would it work so well in a child?
0: Well, you know, uh, children are more open. Um, They haven't had time to develop um, all these beliefs and these defense mechanisms and coping strategies. And uh, as a result, uh, they're more pliable because they're more, they're more expect, accepting of what is, okay? And so it's easier for a child to um, allow for um, their soul to literally move throughout all of their body, okay? That's, that's one aspect of it. You know, the sound and the vibration also have a direct effect on the brain, okay, to habituate it and, and the, the layered music that we play through the lounge um, is something that really helps switch off the brain. So my guess is that child was somewhat sleep-deprived, and once you put her in the lounge and allowed her to relax in that way, because it, in, mm-hmm. it induces, as you know, it, it's not that you can relax in the lounge. The lounge induces that level of profound relaxation. And so mm-hmm. what happens is because she was probably sleep-deprived, She just, boom, went right off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, kids are excitable. They have fun. So are we as adults. Okay? So um, I want to ask you this question about stress. You know, clearly we're talking about the degree by which people experience this right now. just talked about it a bit in the last hour. But I want to ask you about what should we do, Dr. Dan, when we feel we're experiencing what we're calling stress. And believe me, I think we're learning that there are many degrees of stress, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: So tell us about, A, how do we recognize it and what we can do about it? Because we now know, right, as a doctor, you know, you have, we have data that says, if we stockpile stress, we are not going to be well not our bodies, maybe not even mentally. So what do we do? What do we do?
0: Well, the first thing is change your attitude about stress. Good idea. Uh, you know, <laughs> in, in other words, you know, stress has been labeled as something that's bad for you and and sure, you know, it, it does produce disease. I mean, let's face it. That's the truth, but, but don't view stress as being bad. Okay. You know, and, and, I think that it's really important to instead say, you know what? Stress is an opportunity, okay? I mean, stress is always the result of a belief that you're holding, okay? And it's a belief that's in your brain. It's usually a belief that when you peel the onion and you get to the core of the belief, almost all our beliefs that produce stress have the same nucleus the same core and that is i'm not good enough i'm unworthy i'm undeserving and it's all about lack of love okay mm-hmm. that that's the that's the bottom line mm-hmm. about every belief when you when you really peel the onion and say what's under that belief what's under that belief okay so what stress really does for you is it gives you an opportunity to say you know, what am I thinking about at this moment that I'm experiencing stress? And why do I believe that? What's underneath that belief? What's underneath that belief? And so it gives you a real life opportunity to recognize that, hey, you know what? These are all the stupid beliefs that I've held on to. I mean, we create stress. I yeah. mean, you know, I don't I don't care what it is, there there certainly can be an external you know, there there's external environmental things that happen, but it's always when those circumstances bump up against your beliefs, that's what triggers stress.
2: Mm-hmm. So the
0: first thing to do is be more mindful of, of your feelings, yeah. okay? Not what yeah. you're thinking. Stay yeah. with your feelings, okay? Yeah. If you could spend more time literally feeling what your body is feeling, that would tip you off sooner that you were in a stressful state, Okay. So most people have elevated their level of stress so high that their baseline is stressed, okay? They, they rarely come down. And so, first of all, become more aware of your feelings and do something. Learn some techniques, you know, whether it's breathing or, uh, you know, relaxation exercises or meditation or what, whatever it is you want to do. Learn to pull your baseline down, and then be more mindful of how you're feeling, and then when you do get triggered, and you feel that tension, and, and that and that will that will vary to a large extent in in everybody, but everybody pretty much knows what their own anxiety feels like, you know. And and it, and there really are a, a host of emotions that are tied to stress. It's not just anxiety. Even even depression is a level of Anxiety or of stress, where you're just suppressing everything. So, so feel these negative emotional states and ask yourself when you're in that state. What am I thinking about? And what's underlying this? What belief is underlying mm-hmm. these thoughts and these feelings? And sit mm-hmm. with that, and then and say, what's underneath that? What's underneath that? And then as you as you feel your body in those states, then. Learn to let that go, okay? But at the same time, learn that this is all about your beliefs, and do you want to change them, or do you want to let those beliefs go? Or Mm -hmm. if you're going to hold on to them, you're just going to keep experiencing stress.
1: Mm. You know, uh, we're going to take a short break, but before we do, Dr. Dan, I know that I've referred to the Soltech Lounge here several times. I know you're getting ready to do a big show and and share share the technology with the world as well. Um, Folks are going to want to know more about what we're talking about. Can you please uh, let them know the website that's going to help them, let them know how they can download information uh, and especially contact information if they want to talk with you more?
0: Yeah, probably the best site to look at Right now is uh, tools2awaken.com, so it's T O O L S T O tools to awaken A W A K E N dot com, and that has a lot of information that that can help people understand about the technology. And there's some contact information if they if they want to get a hold of us, um, you know, and and I'll certainly respond uh, to those inquiries.
1: Awesome. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Dan Cohen about, you know, uh, look, what is it that is going to help us understand not just how to feel our emotions, but how to deal with stress? You know, what is the ultimate treatment? More importantly, you know, the day to day that goes on, and you're an adult in this world, and you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, I am under a lot of stress, but imagine now that we're living in a world right now that fear is driving a lot of people. How do we help not just ourselves, but how do we help our family? And why would we want to do this? What's at the other end? What's at the other end of this experience that Dr. Dan Cohen is talking about with the Soul Tech Lounge? All of that to come. Do you want to achieve your goals?
3: Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an Energetic Upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit EnergeticUpgrade.com today for more information. That's EnergeticUpgrade.com. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Catherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Catherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
4: Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. Have you ever said to yourself, what is this mess I'm in? Believe it or not, part of us wants it. We have asked for deeper work, to understand love, to step into our power, to choose differently. Then when we start engineering the circumstances, we want to control how it unfolds. Let's be honest. It's like asking the universe to help you create something then saying, well, not like that. I want you to do it this way. If you are ready to shift into your best life, visit lesliefontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern.
1: hey everybody welcome back it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on absolutely amazing uh, to be connecting with all of you and i love love being able to have dr dan talk about uh not only his life's work but what's happening with that? And why are there so many people now that are looking for solutions to give themselves relief? But, you know, before we get back to the conversation, Dr. Dan, please give out the website again and let folks know how they can find out more about the Soul Tech Lounge.
0: Yeah, the, the website with the most information is called tooltoawaken.com. So it's T-O-O-L-S. T O tool Two awaken dot com.
1: Awesome. Um, we're talking about stress today uh, and we're talking about what we might be able to do about it. And the reason that this is so important is the one indicator that we're all discovering is that the degree by which people experience stress on a day to day basis is growing. Some people say it's growing exponentially. But it's growing and it's not growing, you know, for a certain demographic. Remember, you know, uh, remember the demographic was men, right? Used to be Mm -hmm. men, men working. That was the high demographic. Now what we're discovering, no, it's not that demographic only. Uh, Isn't it a demographic that's really pretty much across the board? Uh, And yet the ways to relieve stress are not really working. I mean, drugs and alcohol, that does not work. However, that is really on the rise in the same parallel direction that stresses.
0: Well, but it's, but it's because that's where people, so many people have gone to yeah. because of their stress. Yeah. I mean, they've self-medicated with either alcohol or drugs. So, you know, addiction is, is a major complication oh. of stress, just like, mm-hmm. you know, heart disease, um you know uh, cancer asthma and so many other you know uh, maladaptive behaviors uh, uh, you know and accidents i mean so much so much of our problems relate to that simple condition that we call stress
1: yeah yeah so the ultimate treatment the ultimate way to relieve it um what? let's start with sort of like following the breadcrumbs so to speak okay what that means is you follow the breadcrumbs one leads to the other and then you ultimately find that something you know amazing can work so take us on a journey with what you've discovered and what some of the stories are that you're hearing about people that have followed the breadcrumbs to find the ultimate treatment
0: well you know it's really interesting Uh, let me start by saying uh, a couple weeks ago um, I went to um, an extremely well-known uh, on a worldwide level medical institution to meet with some of their physicians to talk about this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and because they wanted to they want to study it. and And it was fascinating because you know these are people that you would consider to be the world's experts on stress and and its treatments. And the lead doctor, um, you know, we went out to lunch. And he was, um, he was, he really became angry um, mm. because he was so frustrated with uh, the various uh, treatment modalities and their lack of efficacy. And he was just bemoaning the fact that you know you give me a hundred people um, with um, really pathologic stress, and you you tell them or try to teach them how to meditate and maybe you'll get five of them that will become effective at it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he went on with one technique after another and, and he was so, he was literally beside himself because of the, of the, you know, dismal results. Mm -hmm. And, and, and and that's why uh, he, you know, he had me, you know, visit them because, you know, what he said was, you've developed a way where you don't have to teach anybody anything. The technology does it to you. <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and he said, and that's what we need, and we especially need it in a drug-free way. Yeah. And, and and that's the key. And so, um, you know, I mean, my, my goal back 20 years ago when we started this project was – hey, how do, you, how do you induce profound levels of relaxation? And, mm-hmm. and my thinking was this. You know, we human beings are very, very good at replicating a feeling state, okay? We're not necessarily good at generating it de novo, okay? But we're good at replicating something we already know how to feel. And so if you could induce a state of profound relaxation, then it would be much easier to basically turn it back on again when you needed it, right? Okay, that was the key. That was the key thinking. Yeah. So um, as a neurologist, you know, I, I understood the brain, and I understood that, you know, one of the the, the, the very basic mechanisms of the brain that sets our our level of tension throughout our system is what we call the vigilance apparatus. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's basically, if you think about the brain's most fundamental purpose, it's to keep us alive, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. It's
0: survival instinct. Okay. And so what it does is it, it, it has a whole host of circuits that are dedicated to looking for potential threats so that you can stay alive, avoid the threats, avoid Mm -hmm. the danger. Mm -hmm. Okay, And how does the brain do it? The brain does this by using three of our sensory mechanisms, vision, hearing, and touch. And they're hierarchical. Because I can see danger coming further away. It's further away when I can see it versus hearing it. And if somebody touches me and I have not seen nor heard it, then I have the biggest startle response. Okay, so those are the three key sensory mechanisms that are involved in maintaining vigilance to keep an eye out for stress. So what what I wanted to do was to say, okay, as a neurologist, I know that I can habituate those senses, and what that means is if I give those senses a monotonous stimuli, then what, what the brain will do is to say, hey, you know what? You're no good to me right now for looking for potential danger because the stimulus that, that I keep registering is the same, and I know it hasn't produced danger. Therefore, I can ignore it. So that's how we can turn off the vigilance apparatus. And so when you think about use of the Soltec Lounge, you know, you're in a dark room and your eyes are closed. The so vision yeah. is gone. We play layered music. That you really can't follow, and you pretty, even though we, t- we don't tell you not to listen to it, pretty soon you don't listen to it. Well, <laughs> Matt, when you use your chair, do you, do you hear the music anymore? No. Right, of course not. No. You
1: tuned it out. No.
0: Right? Yeah, and it, right. It, it's not unpleasant, but you just, you, there's no reason to hear it. Your brain says, I don't need to hear this because there's no potential danger. And the vibration, the pleasant vibrations that you feel that are totally in sync with the music, you don't feel them either. So all the sensory mechanisms that are associated, that support that vigilance apparatus to help you detect danger, it's all gone. Mm. They're all turned off. Well, when those things are turned off, the level of tension in your body is gone Okay, that so that was the the neurologic trickery that we employed. And 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 we were very pleased with ourselves when we did that. But remember, I told you about my friend who would go out of body and look at the human energy system. Right. And so at the same time, I said, you know, okay, we're really pleased with ourselves that we we figured out this neurologic thing and, and that tricks the body into relaxing. But that was only half the story. The other half was, wow, there's this whole energy system that's happening that has an even more profound effect when that energy is distributed throughout the body. And so after a while, my friend says, hey, you know what, I've been doing you this favor and I've been staying out of body and looking at you. (laughs) I understand the benefits you're deriving. And therefore, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going in body, so sorry. I'm not going to look at your energy anymore because it's more, it's more important to me that I stay in body. And I, I do what, what's been happening to you because I've watched your energy system transform over the years. And I want to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where, that's where you get all sorts of other major benefits that take you way beyond just stress reduction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, part of this, too, maybe we could talk about this a little bit is, you know, it's hard for some people, Dr. Dan, to get any relief at all. And and I want to talk about that for a minute, because when we're when we're talking about this, to have an experience where, in my case, first time I did the first time I used the chair, I couldn't remember what I was thinking about before I got in the chair. And what's fascinating about that is that you don't really have an experience where you know what's happening. This is what I love about it. It's because there's no effort whatsoever that you have to do at all. And yet it is something that combines multiple senses, right? at Mm -hmm. the same time, you know, it's not just a physicality. There's there's a multiple of senses that are activated or deactivated, maybe is a better word.
0: It is. That's a better word.
1: Better word. So that when all is said and done, you have a new sense of freedom and you don't even know what it is. That's me talking now. You know, it's not like, You're like, wait a minute, that just happened. No, it's like you get up and you go about your day and you have an amazing day. So when Mm -hmm. I said before, what's the end game? That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how lives have been changed. Now, I know we did other shows where we've had folks come on, but can Mm -hmm. we talk for a minute on how lives change through the process? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, essentially, and this is... You know, it's one thing to learn how to relax, and and I think a lot of lives change from that alone,
2: okay, Mm -hmm. because,
0: you know, for a lot of people, that's a big deal, okay, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: that's that's a game-changer, but I I agree with you. Um, I think that's the minor uh, benefit, um, Mm -hmm. even though for most people it's very major. I think that's step one. Step two is when that which is truly you, you know, and again, this is...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: More spiritually oriented, yep. but you know, that aspect, that energetic aspect of you, when when you embody that and when and you can feel that, okay, that when that happens again and again and again, you start to know, you know that oh whoa okay this is this is an entirely different me, and then and other people will start saying you're not the same person, you know mm-hmm. that you were, and you'll know that that's very true because you'll know you're not the same person. And when, when that happens, there, that's a major shift in, in the way in which you interact with the world, because all of a sudden, your presence is much different. You know, the, the presence of what you truly are is now manifested throughout the body, and when you allow that to just issue forth it's a different game you're not operating anymore from the head you're not thinking about what you're saying what you're saying literally just produces words through the brain and everything comes out but but you're no longer you're no longer working the machinery from a, a willful state of being from an ego state of being instead it's what you truly are is operating this and it is effortless mm. okay because it's what you truly are
1: the whole idea of having an experience that de-stresses you opens up the door for many things. And, you know, let's let's kind of talk about what the list of those things are. Uh, first of all, we're talking about creativity and imagination, definitely. But we're also talking about other things. You know, we've had shows where we've talked about the healing potential that people have shared and experienced. Uh, and even if what happens is... You get relief from not thinking about your illness, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's part of the relief. But you're hearing stories every day from people and and what their experiences are. I wonder if you could give us a couple of examples. I know the last time we were on, we talked about you know how the Soltech Lounge is used uh, for people with addictions. Um, Give us a couple of insights on some of the some of the folks and some of the stories that they've been telling you.
0: Well, I think they, I, I think the most. I mean, I I can't go into the the health mm-hmm. stuff simply yep. because we're not yep. positioning this as a medical product. We right. We, right. Not, you know, we're not taking it that way. Right. You know, we're, we're we're stress is not considered a medical condition, and so we can speak to that. Uh, it's considered a lay issue and so we don't need you know any Mm -hmm. kind of regulatory work for that and so that's all that's all good um so we you know there are a lot of people who who believe as do i that that if you embody your spiritual self then that that evokes um uh, a level of healing but we can't you know that's about all i can say you know to, to that um aspect uh to me I think that um uh, what 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 gives me the greatest gratification are the emotional changes, yeah um, when when you see people that are distraught for whatever reason, and they get on this technology and they're shown a deeper understanding and then they come to a greater realization. Um, to me, that's, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. That's what, that's what gives me the greatest pleasure.
1: Yeah. And that is transformative. That's tr- it's transformative for people. Yeah. I mean, you know, in, in the day to day that we go through, whether you're thinking about this and you have a stressful job or maybe there is something going on in your life. I mean, clearly uh, we're looking at the high, one of the highest divorce rate statistics we've seen in a really long time. Um, there are things that go on and it, we call it life. There are also yeah. joyful things that go on and we call them life. And I think what we're talking about here is how can we get some assistance tipping the scales towards joy?
0: Well, that's you know, um, joy is just an expression of love. And Mm -hmm. when we talk about, you know, what we truly are and having that spiritual essence move throughout all of us, that's what it produces, Mm
2: -hmm. you know?
0: And, and, you know, in in a sense, if you look at, if you look at what I'll just call that soul versus ego. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, Um, we either live, we're very binary. We either live from an ego-based or a soul-based perspective.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay?
0: And in our society, most people, unfortunately, live in an ego-based manner. And um, when you exist in a soul-based manner, that, that when that is throughout the body, that's love and truth. That that doesn't mix with mm. all the negativity. So the negativity has to leave. Okay. I mean, it's really quite this simple. And so when I get somebody on the, on the chair that has um, um, a bunch of pent-up emotional garbage um, that they've been holding, it's immediately expressed. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but when, when I introduce people to the chair, I have a big box of tissues, <laughs> you know, right by it. Because when somebody has a lot of emotional issues, oh, I mean, the tears just flow I mean, mm-hmm. the release just, you know, happens in a very major way. And because, because the admixture of what we truly are, our spiritual self, it, 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 it literally causes the release of, of all of that other stuff. And, and it comes into your conscious awareness. You can understand it better, but you're also releasing it from your body. So all of that that uh, toxicity that affects the body in terms of all that negative emotional stuff gets released.
1: And the idea of releasing it gives us more freedom and open space for new levels of awareness and new gateways. Uh to heal if that's what we choose. Um, But the simple idea of reducing stress in our lives, simple, albeit, but the notion of having an experience where less stress is what we experience. I think that's really the profound gift that we're talking about here today.
0: Yes. Well, and and I think, and, 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 and I think it, it's one step further. You know, when mm-hmm. you take it further and you allow that to develop more completely, as mm-hmm. you've been doing, you know, with your experiences,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: you you reach a new level of functioning that that is different for you, right? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. to me, and that's what that's what's going to change the world mm. when we all start functioning. A whole lot differently. I mean, uh, if I could give this to every political leader in the world, it would be, <laughs> it would be on their doorstep tomorrow.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I kind of, I'm kind of wishing that you would. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, they wouldn't take it.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wishing you'd start right here. Kinda. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Uh, yep, I'm with it,
1: you. Yeah, just kind of doing it right here uh thank you for today's show i, I wanted you to please uh, share the information about how people can find out more and then i'd love to ask you what your personal message is for all of us today thank you dr dan for all that you do
0: oh you're very welcome pat and it's a pleasure being here uh best way to find out more information is to go to tools and t-o-o-l-s-t-o awaken dot com, and my personal message would be now just simply allow what you truly are to manifest throughout all of you and just be yourself be what you truly are
1: wow i love it thank you dr dan cohen everyone thank you so much uh for tuning us in and turning us on and if you've missed any part of this today for sure You can uh, listen again later on today. We always replay our shows. Uh, And if you want to find out more about this and download today's show, you can go to the DrPatShow.com or you can go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. For those of you out there, you can download our app and take us with you wherever you go. Thank you, Benny, for pushing all the right buttons today. And as I said before, much information if you go to Dr. Dan's site, along with some fabulous books he's written as well. I love talking about the ego. We'll see you next time.